How's it going, Chef? Um, fine. Let's talk decadence. Okay. Let's okay. talk decadence. Let's talk decadence. What? What? Uh, what is decadent to you? I'm gonna uh, let you, what, do you have like, an answer right away, or like a definition or a thing that I? What? All right. I guess maybe a definition, but mostly what is like a decadent thing that you've done or that you have or you've anything, any, any, have you taken in any sort of decadence recently? Recently, um, I would say I do a decadent sandwich once a month because of my show, you know, like, oh, sure. You know, a sandwich called the heart attack. Yeah, that's decadent, you know, like, (laughs) so, uh. The bomb from Sal, Chris, and Charlie's. Um, yeah, uh, the beast from uh, uh, Cherry Valley. I think those are all decadent sandwiches. Uh, they there's too many layers involved. Um, they are extremely tasty. A, um, I enjoy them. I also know there was a time in my. I, I feel like they're made for a time in your life. Hmm. You know, like, uh, I noticed that when I buy the extremely decadent foods that are, like, in my opinion, incredible, my kids don't understand how good they are. Like, uh, a $30 sandwich is the same as, like, an M&M to them. It's good or it's bad. You know, like, they have no, they don't have the the palate to understand the range of it. Mm. By the same token, I felt like, I'm out of the age range where I could overdo decadence. Like from 18 to 30, I could do three heart attack sandwiches that day and function. Whereas like today, I do half of the sandwich and like I got to like decompress. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot out of me physically, emotionally, you know, like. So, yeah, that's what I think decadence is. It's like you're. You're flying too close to the sun with one of your senses. Okay. Interesting. All right. So what got me thinking about decadence is actually food based. And I now I'm wondering if for me, decadence is always going to be food based or if there are other, there are other ways to be decadent, but I'm thinking about, um, all right. So my day job, uh, the office is in a part of town that I believe they call NoHo, which means- okay north just north of <laughs> houston street uh across the street from soho which i believe you could imagine is just south of houston street nice. it's wild it's wild how they come up with these neighborhoods <laughs> um but uh it, i mean it's still hella expensive either way mm-hmm. um and so uh there's um at the base of my building, uh, which is some old, I say old, and when I say old, I mean like historically, like a landmark building, <laughs> like a, a very notable for its architecture and yada, yada, yada. Um, but in one of the storefronts in the bottom of that building, um, a, a young man who is known on TikTok for his ice cream skills has okay. opened it an ice cream shop. Um, he has, I can't even remember the name of the dude, but I had to look him up because I don't, you know, I don't really mess with TikTok like that. Certain, I'm certainly not following anyone whose whole thing is ice cream. I'm lactose intolerant. That 
is offensive. So, <laughs> but he apparently he worked at one of those shop them up ice cream places, you know, where they take your ice cream, they put it on a slab or something, okay. they add in your toppings, and then they chop it up and then messily put it in a bowl or something and give it to you. So he worked at one of those places, and uh, I guess he would tape himself making various things, maybe yeah. after hours, you know, like ice cream stuff, maybe after hours or maybe while on the clock or, or whatever. Um, and so people, you know, started following his account for that. And he has, I don't know, uh, maybe a couple million followers, maybe just maybe merely one million followers. Who knows? Um, but he, uh, he, he got, he, I don't know if he got fired. I think he got fired from that job. Dylan LeMay is his name. And so he, um, uh, he's noted as the world's largest ice cream centric digital creator. (laughs) Hmm. Know your niche. Yeah, exactly. Great. (laughs) You found it. Wonderful. Um, and he, uh, he opened up an ice cream shop. Uh, he got a lot of money and backing, which you need it to have anything in this area. And he, um, so, you know, they've been, uh, downstairs and his whole thing is he throws ice cream. And I think by throwing is that he makes these perfect little scoops, these round little balls of ice cream. And um, they throw the ice cream around and then they roll it in toppings or something. And maybe they put it in a waffle cone or something. I don't know. It seems like a lot of theatrics for ice cream. And <laughs> uh, but that's what the place is called Ketchin or something like that. And um, so that's what's at the bottom of our building. And they've been there uh, maybe a month. They've okay. been there open maybe a month. And uh, so he's very popular on TikTok, which means it's a tourist attraction. So there are a lot of people who are coming to this place uh, to try this uh, throwed ice cream. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and so that's uh, that's great. And I'm like, I mean, I guess good for you, young man. But here's what I've noticed. Um Oh, one, one of two things. One, uh, the sidewalk now in front of the ice cream spot, because they got a couple of benches out there so you can eat it outside. The sidewalk is a mess. I mean, because <laughs> it's not a neat little cone. It's just like ice cream that's been rolled in lint or whatever. And so it's just, <laughs> there's just more, more <laughs> ice cream droppings. and so and i i it's notable because also in this area um there are a lot of um just people of the uh people of the street people and 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 they're they're living life fully on the sidewalks so (laughs) so basically step carefully um okay so it's just a lot going on on that corner like the clothing store Kith, that clothing label Kith, their flagship store is like near that corner. Um, and then this ice cream joint. And then uh, like it's a lot. <laughs> it's so much. And um, 
So it's just hip children all the time running around. And I'm concerned for the sneakers of the people who are going to kiss um, because now they're having to dodge ice cream. Uh, it's, it's a lot. Secondly, there is a cookie store, a cookie shop around the corner. Uh, still maybe connected to the building next to it or something uh, called Le- Levan or Levain or something like that. But it's known throughout New York um, as an amazing cookie spot. And they have these huge, these huge hunks of cookies. They seem to be chips, you know, either chocolate chips or a chocolate chocolate chip or maybe a raisin in there or some nuts or whatever, just big lumpy cookies. That when you break them open, they just they're they're they seem very gooey on the inside. And uh, when it first opened, you know, some of my coworkers went down and bought a bunch of them. Also, they're like eight dollars a cookie or some shit like that. Nah, but they're but they're also huge cookies, but not eight dollars huge anyway. But they're very <laughs> thick. They're very lumpy, and you break it open, and it's all gooey. And they went down and bought some and they cut them in half and everybody had a half a cookie. And look, I, I love cookies. My first album is named after something cookie. uh, I say about cookie monster, like, (laughs) like I'm, I'm big on cookies. This cookie was just like, what the fuck is this? It's not even cooked all the way. And so I'm like between the non cooked $8 cookie and the ice cream rolled in in like ball bearings that's like it's dripping all over the street. And these are both two things that are supposed to be very decadent, I think, is that it's not an everyday treat, but you go and you have this they fancified ice cream and they fucking lumped up a cookie and it's just so decadent and you break it open, it's supposed to look like a uh, I don't know, a television commercial or some shit, you know? And, <laughs> and I'm like, do people who enjoy this, like, is decadence just mess? <laughs> like, is that what, <laughs> is that what makes it decadent? Is that it's just messy? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 And then, and then I think about the most decadent thing I've ever had in my life. Um, Ooh. And it also is food related. So is it just messy food? It was um, uh, one of my favorite burger spots. Um, uh, probably my favorite in Atlanta is called Grindhouse Burgers. Okay. And they used to do um, they used to do a Thanksgiving dinner burger like a week before the week of Thanksgiving, something like that. It was a limited time kind of thing. And so the Thanksgiving burger, they only did it for like two or three years. And I got it every year. Most decadent thing I've ever had. It's a a turkey burger patty, right? Okay. And then a patty of stuffing or dressing, whatever you want to call it. Um, And then a cranberry kind of spread. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... uh. The they had fries on the side, but they were sweet potato crinkle fries and uh gravy that you could pour on the oh, yeah, yeah. I it was the most decadent thing, it took me like two days to finish. 
And I was just like, this is the most delicious thing. And it seems very simple, right? It's just Thanksgiving dinner on a bun. Yeah. But it was all bun- like burger shaped. So it wasn't like your your sloppy Thanksgiving thing that you do the day after Thanksgiving when you put it all on a sandwich and you make a, like a homemade decadent. That's also extremely decadent, right? But right. They're, they're churning it out, but it's still like a burger and, you know, all that other shit. And just pouring gravy on a burger is like wild to me. <laughs> also, the sodium content had to be like literally a salt flat in like Iran or something. Like just full on mountain of salt. Oh my goodness. I just got a headache thinking about that. I mean, awesome. it's uh and they stopped it for good reason. They were probably killing people with it. But I, <laughs> But I miss it. And it was by, I mean, I sit while eating it. I was like, oh, this is decadence. That's what this yeah. is. So I, I think that uh, up until like 15 years ago, decadence was more about the taste or the amount maybe. But the amount has taken over because mm. of pictures and video. Oh. Like people want to post it, you know, so they don't even care if it tastes good as long as it looks good or looks like a lot mm. you know what i mean so okay. like uh like i've had like burgers that like i thought were fine but visually looked crazy uh-huh and i think that that helped the sales of it because they could post the the video and the picture but like i've had decadent meals like the most decadent meal i've had was all taste but i think every plate was proportional um right like when I, I went to uh, uh, STK with my wife in uh, in LA, you know, uh-huh. I don't eat out like extravagant. That was uh, like a three hundred dollar meal, like five six years ago for the two of us. That was uh, expensive for me, right? At the time, yeah. right? You know, what I mean, yeah. I was just, just big money for two people to eat um, dinner. But like we had, I felt the best of everything I've ever had of each of those things. So like, uh, gotcha. I ordered fried chicken and mash, best fried chicken and mash I've had. She had like lamb uh, sliders, phenomenal. Um, I was trying to figure out because everything I tried, I was like, "Oh, this is the best thing ever. No way, the next thing is better than this." And it was always better than the previous thing. Oh, so wow. like, I was trying to figure out if like I could have like reordered it. If did I order it the perfect way? Like <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what was happening. But I will say, when I looked at every plate, mm-hmm. it never felt like, "Oh, this is just like a mountain." It felt like this is the right plate for this thing right whereas like things like the ice cream you're describing they're visually beautiful but i Mm -hmm. do think a big part of it is like yo look at how crazy this thing is that i'm eating and no one finishes them they can't because no they they end up on the sidewalk yeah and i I, i've noticed the people that enjoy them like to eat them they don't do it as often but the people that post and get them often they all got six packs. So they just buying it for the picture. Like oh. they want to say they got the thing because that's the hype. It's like, oh, look at this cool thing I got. Um, there's a there's a couple of them. I won't even, I won't say their names. I don't want to like trash people's tastes. But there's a few of these like ice cream dessert places that like I've been through in New York that like visually look incredible, but taste trash to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but the picture's fire. So people was like, oh, yeah, I went to such and such. I'm like, oh, you spent $13 to throw that shit out because it was <laughs> horrendous. 
you know? There's yeah, no way I mean, you ate that, you know? Yeah, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. If y'all want to go in there and get that fucking, you know, uh, ice cream thrown at you, be my Do guest. It. Oh. Uh, you know, that maybe it's interesting, but I'm, I don't know. It, it doesn't necessarily do anything for me. Um, but I, I did. I it did make me think about decadence because uh, I was just like, this is I'm sure this isn't cheap because no, he's where he is. Like in this location, you can't come by here paying like, you know, very little. Like you're going to have to pay a lot for this. And apparently it's part of a whole experience because he's a TikTok person. Right. So it is the visual. And then, yeah, those those other cookies. I mean, I don't care. There's something of a chain. Who cares if they're a chain or not? I just give me a why is there so much stuff? I will why say is I, so... I just Googled those cookies, the 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 Levian place. Uh-huh. They yeah. Look incredible. They like, look incredible, but it's meh. Yeah, all right. It looks dope, but uh I agree they're too big because like the picture of one cookie is in like a bowl with like a deep dent. I'm like, that's not a cookie no more. That's a, it's a cake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it that's is. Crazy. That's, that's basically it. And then it's just, to me, I'm like, I, I don't want to turn into my mother and burn everything, but I mean, does it have <laughs> crispy edges or anything? Like, is it, <laughs> there's gooey. And then there's like, Oh, I think this is still frozen in the middle. You know what I mean? Like, are you putting thermometers in the cookie? I don't. You don't threw off, Cause they threw off all the math. Now, yeah. I mean, all those cookie recipes, they don't work no more because they're not meant for this size cookie. Yeah. Okay? You oh threw off goodness. all the numbers, you know? There's a reason yeah. you don't order tomahawk steaks, you know, like <laughs> every day. Because they don't know. they got You got to go to certain places for that because not everybody got the freaking, the stove real estate to dedicate <laughs> right, cooking yeah. that thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is not normal. They're supposed to have things like that on the regular. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot. But I mean, I guess allow a little decadence in your life, everybody. But um I yeah, I'm know. pro the experience. I am. Yeah. But uh it, it should be a one off. You know what I mean? I don't think mm -hmm. it should be I don't think it should be weekly. I feel like we we've already had enough decadence, like if a place offers a decadent thing. Like I'm blown away that there are places dedicated to only decadent items. That's mm. what that's what's a lot to me. Like, oh, you just only sell the 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 worst. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, but that's like a whole, I don't know. I tried to I tried to treat myself for my birthday. I was gonna get like a piece of jewelry, right? I okay. didn't have anything in mind, but I was just like, I'd like some jewelry. I think I was like, maybe I'll find like a, a nice gold chain or maybe there's some bracelet out there with my name on it or a ring or something and i'm looking at all these fancy things i went to macy's and okay. i'm looking at all these which isn't even all that like honestly if i was really trying to you know flex i would have gone to some store that you know that's only open for 47 minutes a day or some shit <laughs> uh password protected store but um <laughs> you know, I'm looking at all of this stuff and then I wander into jewelry that is uh first on sale and secondly, it's not the kind of cheap jewelry I normally get that's hanging at like an H&M or a Target. Okay. But it's the Macy's version of that. And I was like, this is where I belong and then just found a bunch of little things for much cheaper. <laughs> But it was 
nicer than the stuff that I normally wear Hell because yeah. I can because I can wear cheap jewelry and I'm I'm rough on jewelry because <laughs> I know I don't know if I'm rough on jewelry or if I just get cheap jewelry and it's like I'm really only built to last for like <laughs> six months and we've been together three years what is happening you know so <laughs> so I don't even know if I know how to do true decadence right hey. but. We're going to work on that together, Sha, okay? Yeah, I guess you know, so. We're going out today. I'm, I'm going to buy you a real decking and drink. Or, <laughs> you know, we're going to do it up. Oh, I'm just a simple woman with simple tastes, you know? <laughs> the 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 club we uh we performing at today, ironically, I uh they have like a menu of drinks that are not always uh on the paper menu, but are written on the glass that's on the wall. Right. So, like, I noticed recently they have, like, a, a a creamsicle drink. And that felt decadent. Like, it it tastes delicious. Like, a, uh-huh. like, I'm having a creamsicle. But I had three of them, and I should not have been driving that day. I took, like, a two-hour break before going home. <laughs> I, was, I was drinking them like, oh, these is, like, milkshakes. This is delicious. Mm-mm. You know? Nope, and then I stood not. up. I was like, oh, I got to I gotta chill for a bit. this rum is hitting Uh, oh yeah yeah. no yeah yeah there's a certain i forget what the liqueurs are that you can mix in a particular way and end up with a a creamsicle flavor yeah um but uh it's kind of dead on and uh and very dangerous straight up very very dangerous oh and and i feel confident that like nobody like we went from I've, I've been performing there for a minute. I've never ordered one before. And I think by like the end of the night, I had the whole table ordering. Oh, wow. Oh, like, yeah. Look, it was, it look was at the movement. influence, the influence <laughs> you have. They're like, what is that? It looks amazing. I was like, trust me, it'll change your life, but you will have to make sure you have two to three hours of free time after this drink. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe we, don't, we might not do that today because you got work tomorrow. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> we'll get you there, Sha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the news. All uh, right. Yo, this was decadent on the audio. Kicking it off right here. Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation apparently vibed too hard for some laptops. That's right. Uh, while it's normal for friends to judge our musical taste and take our arts privileges, our devices usually won't complain about our listening habits. However, according to a story shared by the Microsoft principal software engineer, Raymond Chen on his blog, The Old New Thing, some Windows XP era laptops did not end up taking exception to the music, ended up taking exception to the music video for Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation because it contained the sound that crashed their hard drives. That's right. According to Chen, an unnamed major computer manufacturer discovered that some of their computers were crashing when trying to play the song and that playing the song on one laptop could even crash another computer nearby that was just minding its own business. The manufacturer also discovered that the issue uh, cropped up on other computer companies' laptops as well. Uh, Chen says the company eventually discovered that the song had a sound in it that resonated with a specific model of laptop hard drive. Uh, in other words, it was like and uh, it was like a less destructive version of when someone plays a specific sound to shatter 
a wine glass. The sound waves of the computer speakers made uh, while playing the song would make its hard drive vibrate and crashing the computer. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. I am. I, uh, since you started talking, I've been trying to figure out what, um, what part of the song <laughs> is the part. But then I, I, I think that happens to me when I think about Janet Jackson's songs. Yeah. Um, is that I they start to bleed together for me. Okay. And not in a not in a bad way. I mean, I I for all intents and purposes love Janet Jackson. Right. Oh yeah. Fantastic. But so I start, I'm like, okay, rhythm nation, right? So I'm thinking of the, you know, how the chorus goes and the we are a part of the and all I'm trying to think of the dance and everything. And then from there, suddenly my brain goes bump, and I'm like, wait, that's if. So like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm all over the place. I'm two. That's two different parts of Janet. Like that's not even. <laughs> those are two different Janets, right? right? Right. That's military Janet, and then that's uh with with her with her belly out Janet. <laughs> <laughs> that's leather and puka shell Janet. <laughs> <laughs> and all buttoned up with the with the earpiece janet so those are two different things but they go really well i mean if you think about it in your head which you probably are right now oh yeah and i'm like oh so is it the part in the but now i'm on a completely different song so i'm just <laughs> now really trying to think and i mean i guess i'm just gonna have to listen to rhythm nation to figure out what part it is um but that's really funny and um also kind of funny that that doesn't happen more uh, on the uh, more, but that also would have been like not at the time that we were um because like is that if you play the CD in the laptop or is that just if you listen to the song? I got the you know impression what I mean? it was the song. Okay, so then that's like mastering. You know what I mean? That's yeah, like it's fair. And also at. Uh, XP time, I mean, not that MP3s even sound great, you know, but <laughs> I can see if it's like compressed and all that shit, everything gets very tinny. Right. And I can see how you're going to hit whatever the frequency is to like shatter a wine glass. That's very funny. I oh, love I, I loved all about this. I, I think uh, A, uh, props to her, you know, pushing boundaries, you know, <laughs> I. She don't even know. She didn't know. I'm sure she didn't say, I choose violence. Let's break some laptops today. I love what I enjoyed about this is like this peek into the computer world. Mm -hmm. You know, that like somewhere there were like a whole bunch of like people at Microsoft like, yo, we got to fix this Janet Jackson rhythm you know, situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> rhythm Nations out here fucking up our business. Right. You know, and like it was like a secret because he like he's this came out like on his blog like 14 years later. Right. Yeah. You know, Everyone was like, like, don't say nothing. Yo. Don't say nothing. Yo, like did, like was Janet working at Microsoft when the load ain't want to hurt her feelings or something like why was this such a like deep kept secret for 14 years? Well, XP. I mean, at that point. Like. It was like um, 
I don't know. I think we were really, people were really leaning into the internet at this point, right? Mm. It's like the, it was kind of the beginning of like, oh, this is going to be in everybody's homes. Yeah. Like if you go to a parent or grandparent, depending on your age, if you go to their house (laughs) and you look at their computer and they haven't really, they've updated as much as they can. First off, the monitor still has a back on it, right? So you got a thick, <laughs> a two, two, a thick two C's monitor. You know, you got one of those on on their desk. Oh yeah, and then you got a bay, a grayish tower, right? <laughs> when you boot that thing up, and then you come back the next day to see if it's finally started. <laughs> It's going to give you Windows XP because oh, yeah. that's when it was it was like, oh, I see. This is like the way things are moving. And so it was just <laughs> any cheap, any cheap computer that you bought at like a micro center that you could kind of put together yourself or anything like that. It was I feel like. Windows XP is when everyone people that you wouldn't even expect to have and it were just like, I guess this is what I need. Yeah. You know. I, I think my dad and so, that was his first like experience with that right yeah for a lot of people so I think that is probably a thing where now you know people who did not have computers now have them and they're like oh well let's see what this baby can do and so you're trying to download music or even listen to it because you know they still had disk drives which by the way I don't buy a laptop unless it has a disk, disk drive in it. That's just me. <laughs> That's me being true to my old ass. Amen. Gotta have a disk drive. Sorry. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yo, lucky I'm not trying to find things that still read floppy disk because I still got a bunch of those sitting around <laughs> with pertinent information on them. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, what if that's like, yo, I, I really feel like I don't know. I always worry that like we end up in like a future where like we got to reboot the world and like the reboot <laughs> disc is on a floppy and we <laughs> and we move forward so far. See, that's the problem. Straight up. I mean, honestly, that is like the people who hold on to old media shit. Like, yeah, you want to make fun of them. Um, like, I remember there was an episode of Hoarders where there was this woman who had a bunch of just old forms of meat blah 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 yeah. and i was like i mean i can't really make fun of this like i can the dude who had all the rabbits you know like i can't <laughs> like like honestly i'm about four clicks away from being this person Yo. and the only thing that got me out of it was moving to new york and i am truly just like i feel a little bit settled now let me go ahead and buy a cd player and a dvd player because mine are still up <laughs> Mine are still down in Atlanta in a storage center. Let me go ahead and get my New York ones, even though I don't even have all that stuff. But you never know, right? You never know. That's fair. My dad, my dad was uh, this. I I gotta go to the house and like take out all of my stuff because I know I'm taking up space in the attic. Mm-hmm. But like, my dad hit me up the other day. He and he he had my sister send me pictures of shit that he was looking to throw out from the attic. But he acknowledged was mine, so he ain't know. And right. like he sent me a picture of a external zip drive. 
And I was like, yo, pop, like, yeah, you can let go of that, B. (laughs) Yo, like, you know how, yo, you know how that was old and rare at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that that could go, B. I don't need the 250 megabyte storage that's the size of my fist. Yo, I still have mine. Straight up. Yeah. He had five and three cards. If I, shit, if I plug, if that, if that USB plug still working? Absolutely. Hell and on yeah. it, are, yeah, I don't even know what is on it. I remember I had it once, and I guess it was certainly around the time that we've moved on to a much smaller hard drive, external hard drives situations. But I pulled it out and I go to plug it in. And whoever I was with was like, yo, I bet that holds up. But look how big that thing is. That must hold a shit ton. And I was like, 256. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that shit was crazy at the time, though. I was like, I don't, oh, is this, is, are we not doing that? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> wow. Straight up. I had it because yeah. it was uh, it was the the medium for recording on those like Porter Studios when they went okay. digital instead of the cassette tape. So mm-hmm. like when that, my shit held 256, that was crazy. Like I was able to mix eight songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know well that is back to, yo, I was from the future showing people that shit like when I had that. <laughs> you, know, you could do eight tracks, eight songs? Oh, could, yo, we wow. could do an album in your bedroom. Wow. It's crazy. You could do an- you could do an EP in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> we had dreams, yo. You know what I mean? Trying to break speakers like a homegirl here, okay? <laughs> All on a zip card somewhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the news, uh, nearly two dozen drivers have crashed into this California home. That's right. Uh, when Ray, a uh, mentor, woke up to a loud boom. Uh, jolt in his house. Uh, first in 2016, the California resident thought it was an earthquake. Then he realized it was just another vehicle slamming into his San Jose home. Uh, it's happened 23 times since construction of a highway off ramp nearby in 1972. I wish I could tell you I was scared, but after years of dealing with this, you get used to it. <laughs> the the latest uh, the 2016 crash, the 2016 GMC. Uh, High Sierra truck going 105 miles per hour wound up in Minster's living room after demolishing his garage and Honda Accord. Uh, other crashes over the years have wrecked fences, smashed vehicles, crushed mailboxes, and slammed into his home. Four times where they've gone as far as the kitchen, he said. Every time we've been hit, we've been home. <laughs> Minster's insurance company paid to install brick walls and concrete mounted metal poles to try to protect his home, but he had to replace them after the latest crash. Uh, Vehicles speeding off the interstate, uh, which was built in 1972, uh, caused most of the crashes. Uh, Drivers uh, miscalculate their speed and end up in his yard or inside his house trying to make a right turn onto the surface street. Uh, The city says it's the state's responsibility because the highway belongs to the state and the state blames the city. I just give up trying to talk to them. San Jose officials say, uh, uh, said they have applied for a grant to try to resolve the problem, including a landscape uh, medium down uh, the middle of the street. Uh, the work will cost millions of dollars and take up to 10 years to complete. 
until then, Mincer says he'll deal with the problem just as he has for the past 50 years. Uh, where else am I going to go? <laughs> you don't really think about it. You listen for car wrecks. That's insane. Do you realize that this has been happening to his house for as long as I've been alive? <laughs> I'm literally, I, I was born in 1972. This is insane. He's been having cars crash into his house. He said there's been how many? 23 crashes? 23, yo. That's like every two years. <laughs> That's roughly every two and a half years, maybe. Yeah, I know you could be decadent about car crashes, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Yo. And then the nerve, the nerve. For the city, is it the city that's like, all right, we'll try to fix it. Yeah, give us yeah, the decade. They said, but then they were like, they applied for a grant. <laughs> yeah, you need a grant to fix. This man has had cars crash into his home on average every two years. Oh, he's got four in the kitchen, yo, in the kitchen, yo. In the kitchen. This truck. Was going 105? Oh, my God. Yo. On an off-ramp. He was getting off the highway at 105, which means that was him applying the brakes. <laughs> Yo, they told him it would take about 10 years. <laughs> he was dealing with this for 50. And he had that. Yo, he bought the house before that. Like right. that, he wasn't that like mean, you don't buy the house when you won. You like you gotta be at least twenty years old buy right. a house. That means this dude's yeah. seventy years old. <laughs> <laughs> and they told him, "Yo, <laughs> I think we just killed we killed Gastor, everybody. The story I just killed Gastor." <laughs> I oh, think we like broke gas door. I look your old man in the face. <laughs> I can't, yo. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How you look at eighty year old man in the face and tell him, yo, give us ten years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, the wow. audacity of people, yo, yo. This was our fault. We gonna try to get to it. Give us like 10 years. You got that? Yo, you good? Yo. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, people got balls, man. I, yeah. I am blown away by the audacity of people. Like, this is a real statement. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this a news reporter asked these people, and this was the response. They was like, yeah, you can put that out there. We told this really old dude whose house we've been hitting every two years. We're going to get to it sometime before his grandchildren move in. That is crazy. Yeah. No. Also, who in his family wants to live there? <laughs> How do you list that house? How do you list that house? <laughs> oh, my God. That shit is his in perpetuity. <laughs> Nobody else wants that fucking house. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> who's going to insure that house? His insurance company even was like, I don't know. Can we put a brick wall in front of your house? 
Yo, we paid for it. Don't worry about it. Literally, yeah. put another house in front of your house. Something else. <laughs> and, then, and then the drivers <laughs> were like, nah, we'll go through that house to get to his kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. This is madness. Yo, pe- yo, pot- politicians is different, man. This is wild. <laughs> like, I, I can't. I, listen, I get big, 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 like, worldly problems. They complicated. My man just needs y'all to build a wall. Like, stop crashing into homeboy's house. I feel like that should be in the purview of something like y'all can solve. I, I, I feel like I have seen in my time medians go up on a street and be taken away from a street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've, I've oh, seen that. Boy. And again, I've been around as long as this ramp has. <laughs> 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 and I have seen, oh my! I God. have seen like things done to slow up traffic. <laughs> Yo, because when your house gets hit every two years for fifty years, and nothing about this article sound like angry, my man is so jaded by it. He's yeah, you know, it's Tuesday. You know, that's, I get hit by I get hit every Tuesday by a new car. Like he, right. none of these, none of these quotes sounded angry anymore. He was, yeah, it's just what happens, you know. I get, I get. Oh, the I just found, I just found another um, article about it. He moved in twelve years earlier. <laughs> than oh. like so he was already in. The- <laughs> How do you do that, yo? <laughs> yo, homeboy might be pushing ninety, shot, and he told him wait a decade, wait a decade. Yo, we yeah. gonna we gonna get to that if they give us this grant money. If they give us this grant money, yo, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> that is so wrong, man. Come on, he oh, deserves God. better. <laughs> oh wow, yo, yo, this dude is an atheist, hundred percent. Because what do you mean? I, you know he's going to church to pray for this, and this is a small thing. He like, yo, God, you can't give me a wall. <laughs> I ain't talk once about fixing cancer. I I'm just asking for a wall, B. Stop crashing into my house. You know? <laughs> I've been asking since 1972. You know I mean? <laughs> no oh, wow. way you believe after that. Oh man. Good luck to you, boss. Yo, you feel like uh <laughs> <laughs> Get I a feel like we should, going. I know. I feel like we should take up a collection. I don't know if Ray's gonna make it. Uh... Yeah, y'all give us a decade. Oh my god! In other news, <laughs> a, a pastor apologizes for calling congregation broke and disgusting after not getting. <laughs> yo, y'all wild this week, yo. <laughs> Oh my God! The Lord works in mysterious ways, including apparently calling people broke for not chipping in to help a pastor procure a new watch. Uh, to, oh. to be fair, the pastor in question, Carlton uh, Thunderbird, has now issued an apology video after a clip of the broke moment went viral. Though there is context behind the content of the clip, no context would suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words, uh, said uh, Funderburk, who serves as the senior pastor of church at the uh, uh, at the well in Kansas City. 
Um, I have spoken to those I, I am accountable to and have received <laughs> their <laughs> correction what? and instruction. What is this apology? Wait, hold on. Let me let me read. Let me I just wanna let me take a crack at this. Okay. There is though there is context behind the content of the clip, no context would suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words. I have spoken to those I am accountable to and have received their correction and instruction. <laughs> I have also privately apologized to our church who has extended their love and support to me. What does that mean? No. I've spoken to those I am accountable to and have received their correction and instruction. My man, what is that? God, yo. Uh, yeah. And did God say, man, if you don't get your ass down there and apologize to the people, <laughs> was that the... Correction, you know you wrong. You better take your ass down there to the pulpit. Was that the direction? The correction and direction? You better run that back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, boy, you said what? My you know what bad, I mean? guy. My bad. Let me go on down there and apologize. Oh, I mean, yeah. there was context, though. Y'all didn't hear all of it. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear me talk about how nice the watch was. Seriously? If you had, had that context, you would see why I was yelling at them for being broke. <laughs> I was going to share it with God, okay? <laughs> right. Just mine. Right. Everybody in the congregation was going to get a week with the watch. You know? But nah, y'all want to okay. Y'all didn't see the vision. Y'all didn't y'all yeah, y'all didn't get y'all didn't get the whole story, but I mean, I'm sorry. What is this? We got old men asking for walls, okay? <laughs> I know. And you asking for a watch. You asking for watches. Do you understand how high the stakes can get? <laughs> It should be a car running into your empty wrist every day <laughs> for 50 years, okay? <laughs> yo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is different, yo. That's what it is. Yo, pastors are wild. I mean, pastors are always wilding. Let's just put that out there. At no point are they not wilding, you know? <laughs> But, who boy. Uh, yeah, let's keep taping them in church, y'all. Let's Hell keep yeah. recording them. They say wild <laughs> shit. Let's get the word out there. Let's really spread the word. Let's, Lo- let's, <laughs> we're spreading the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, let me find out you need to, like, wear a body cam as congregation now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to keep these people in check, man. Yo. I know. Yep. They talking too freely. Straight mm-hmm. up. Because the thing, yeah. yo, real talk, like, hey, believe in God or not, I know for a fact that if you believe in God, God is tight. That this dude tried to put this, like, God was like, yeah, I didn't say that shit. Now, I mean, yo, don't have I any co-signing like, that. I feel like God spends a lot of time having various archangels go down to handle with people who are just talking for him. Yeah. God, like, now, you know, I ain't say that one. Get Go down there and take care of that for me. So, <laughs> hey, hey, we got two here in Brooklyn alone. Go, go, go handle that. That's Just a whole department. Like- yeah. The department of heaven where one pops up and an angel got to take the ticket and go down and set them straight and give them correction and instruction. That's what, that's what these are. Repay six or seven of the manual when you get there. Okay. <laughs> I highlighted the areas because he's why I didn't say that. I never said that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they freelancing too much. Okay. Yeah, yo, yo, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, in other news, uh, 
Lost children scam. Women for V uh for a thousand dollars via Venmo. That's right. It's the 21st century Oliver Twist scam. An Upper East Side woman was scammed out of a thousand dollars by two angel-faced kids who looked no other older than 10 years old. Uh Laura Grasso was strolling through Central Park late last month when the young swindlers approached her and said they were lost and asked to borrow her phone to call their mom. Uh, <laughs> instead of calling what? home, they used her Venmo app to send $1,000 to a business account with no phone number attached to it labeled Black Lives Matter. Yo, respect. Okay. These thieves, no. are, <laughs> these thieves are getting fucking savvy, said Grasso. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, shouts to the troops and correspondents this week. Y'all nailed it. Yo! <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This might be my favorite trifecta <laughs> articles ever. <laughs> oh, my God. The account used the name BLM2001 and identified itself on the money app uh, as a fundraising business, not fund, fundraising business, and has since been removed. Uh, it, it had made 14 private transactions uh, as of Friday, and the account holder was located somewhere in Jersey City. Uh, the, uh, uh, the account does not appear to be affiliated with the Black Lives Matters organization. That did not need clarity, New York Post. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> I was in complete shock and utter disbelief, said Grasso. Then I got scared because what if it uh, if it wasn't just Venmo? What else could they have done? Uh, she first went to the 19th precinct on East 67th Street where the police told her she was the third person uh, that day on July 30th uh, who had been swindled by a pair of minors and conned their, uh, uh, their way into the victim's Venmo. They didn't confirm whether it was the same business account. Uh, police there wouldn't take her complaint because it wasn't their jurisdiction. Next, she went to the Central Park precinct where police initially blamed Grasso and refused to file a report. They told me, you gave them your phone. It's your fault. <laughs> Why would you let a stranger use your phone? I definitely felt unseen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cops uh, uh, eventually look, took her complaint. I mean, she got a look. refund from Venmo after a couple of days. So good, good for her. But respect to these hustlers. Look, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to blame the victim, but bitch, why'd you give him your phone? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Uh-uh. Yo, no. this is incredible. No. This is, I can't. No, you don't give anyone your phone. Yeah, nah. Especially now. I've always felt that way about cell phones, just because, like, if I give you your my phone to call someone now they trying to get back in touch with you hours later they you ain't here and now i'm just getting weird <laughs> phone calls no thank you right that's just off phone calls right that, that was that was before your whole goddamn life was on your phone mm -hmm. i have images from my mammogram on my phone <laughs> No, you cannot look at my phone. You don't let friends look at your phone. You hold it up to them. But you're going to let these two little kids. I'm not saying you should have gotten got. Now, that's wrong. That's wrong. I mean, that's quite a hustle out there. Yo, and I, had not, I had not even considered that. Straight but, up. Mm, I applaud wow. these little kids. I mean, I don't want to applaud them. But I, I, 
Can I just give him like a, a knowing head nod? I don't want to <laughs> applaud. I don't want to encourage, but I do want to say, I see you. Real you know? <laughs> but how many chocolates he would have had to sell about some sneaker hustle? Now me try yeah. to do We already on to it. We've never seen you kids play basketball. So <laughs> that we already know that don't work no more. Oh man. Laura Grasso. Uh, yeah, man, you got got. I'm glad you got your yeah. money back. But uh, yeah, respect. thoughts and prayers. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that shit no more. Quit trusting people. Straight up, what you think? You and you and Central Park. Come on now, you should be all buttoned up. <laughs> I do. I do like seeing like uh, when people talk about uh privilege. You know, what I mean, this is uh white privilege, by the way. Uh, when mm. you can grow up at 29. You know, like (laughs) when life, like your first reality check and you're almost 30 years old, like, you know, people might rob me. Yes, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You 29 before you're like, wait, I got to keep my head on the swivel. Yes, baby. What have you been doing this whole time? You know what I mean? It shows itself in weird ways, man. You don't realize it's a perk you've been living. Your life's been cushy. Yeah, you, you really don't know until, <laughs> until these kids talk about they can't find their mom. Where are their phones? There ain't no child out here without a phone. <laughs> Two of them? Two? <laughs> oh, my God. This is beautiful. Somebody got to switch with Wi-Fi or something. Somebody can. They got a hotspot on them. Don't even. Oh, yeah. Send them to the Starbucks. Let me use the phone wow. there or something. Oh, my Y'all... God. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have gotten married again, Sha. That's right. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got married for a second time on Saturday in an extravagant star-studded ceremony at the Gone Girls uh, at the Gone Girls actor's sprawling Georgia home. Uh, the couple tied the knot during a three-day celebration for friends and family uh, at Affleck's 87-acre riverfront estate uh, near Savannah one month after spontaneously eloping in Las Vegas. Uh, Lopez uh, wore a uh, couture, uh, Ralph Lauren dress made in Italy. What does couture mean? Um, couture is like hot couture means the dress is, um, it won't be, the clothing won't be mass produced. Um, mm. It's made by hand. Okay. Um, like completely, not that all clothes aren't made by hand at some point, but I mean like when you see beading on something rather than like, there being a machine that's just putting strips of bead. There's somebody who's sewing each bead, placing each crystal, all of that. So the whole thing is made by hand. So when you see like fashion shows that are uh, hot couture, those are like things that are being crafted as opposed to here's a line of what I'm going to have kind of mass produced in some way uh, for people to buy, to purchase. So it's a, yeah, it's more expensive, and it just means that, you know, someone had to sit and sew all that shit, all that lace or whatever on. <laughs> well, respect to the people <clears throat> from <clears throat> the uh, Ralph Lauren. You know what I mean? Ralph, uh, you was out there hot couturing. Um, yeah, it's... Ralph ain't doing that. <laughs> um, okay, look, before you, we do, does this even mention that this was a plantation, or you just talk about how? He got married again. Yeah, I was just happy for you. He's your peoples, but that's why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, so here's the issue. If you have a big, sprawling waterfront property <laughs> on the shores of Georgia, 
like where boats came in. Uh, that's a plantation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lesser known joke by Jeff Foxworthy. You might be on a plantation. You're like, that's what that is. No one ever talks about that series. It didn't take off as, as big as the redneck stuff did, but same, same basic it's a, thing. It's a B-side. Yeah, it's a B, for sure, a deep cut. It is a rare groove of Jeff Foxworthy's, but, um, yeah, so uh, this is notable for many reasons, um, but uh, but really, and again, keep in mind that for whatever reason, I like Ben Affleck. Now, liking, deciding that you like a white person, an American white person, <laughs> and you're not yourself uh a, a american white person means that at some point there is a good chance that you're going to hear something about the person or their family or something that's just going to make you go well god damn it <laughs> and you got to decide how much of that you want to affect you right so yeah yes of course Ben Affleck owns a fucking <laughs> former plantation <laughs> in Savannah. And um, I, it's kind of like, oh, no. But it's also not like that because my man grew up in Boston. So I'm already, I've already worked through the, oh, he's definitely said something terrible many times mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's already mm-hmm. like i've already worked through that <laughs> in my life and i'm like i'm still here with it you know i don't i'm not trying to hang out with the man i like seeing his work <laughs> right that's where i am with that's where i am with a lot of people oh so, my god <laughs> and also like so it's just like yeah of course he has a who yeah right um, but it's notable for him because, you know, he went on that show, uh, Finding Your Roots. All right. Uh, and um, he kind of made them shut it down for a second because they found they were able to trace back to where it showed some of his ancestors were slave owners. Yeah. And he was like, shut it down. I don't want that getting out. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, but but motherfucker, you what what'd you think? <laughs> what'd you think? You're a man of me of, of means of some sort. Like his I'm I he definitely comes from a family that had enough money that he started acting in things when he was relatively young. Right. That ain't a struggling family. Without a story about how the family had to struggle to um move to LA to make it, you know, he's not Kiki Palmer. He's Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? Like he was able to do that from Boston. I feel like his dad's roommate was like someone well-known, you know, oh. not Al Gore, not Al Gore. Cause Al Gore was roommate with Tommy Lee Jones, but someone like somebody like, um, Dustin Hoffman, maybe was his dad's college room? Some shit. Look, I may be just talking out the side of my ass. I, there are all these little pieces, parts of articles. He knows somebody. I, I, yeah, he knows someone, right? Um, and again, Boston. No offense, Boston, but that's a weird ass city y'all got there. And y'all know, y'all know about the racism. Y'all know. I don't have to tell you. Y'all know. But um, 
Yeah. So it's like, oh, of course he did this. And then it's just like, you can't be, it, it, he can't be clueless about it. No, for sure. You know, because uh, I, uh, that he even shut down being on that show, that show because he didn't want anyone. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear that your ancestors own people or maybe you do. I don't know. But um, but you have to be able to cope with that. And the way he coped with it was like, shut it down. Um, I ain't ready to. Quit. Whereas I feel like Anderson Cooper also got news that maybe some of his uh, ancestors were uh slave owners and i feel like he was like well yeah i'm a vanderbilt you know what i mean he's like well duh <laughs> like this is tough to hear and i hate to hear it but also <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah legacy you know um so there's that you know what i mean a my problem well. yeah my problem uh, part of my problem my problem there i got lots of problems but <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Elizabeth Lopez. And I don't know if that's your middle name. <laughs> Bitch, what is you doing? Yeah. Huh? What's that? Huh? What's going on? Mm-mm. How are you just like, but it's nice property. Like, stop it. I don't know. Just now. I I hope you kind of check to somebody to make up for it. Now, so I do have a question. Yes. What should we do with the plantations? Um, I like what they've been doing with the plantation tours where they've switched it now and they talk about all aspects of plantation life. Okay. Because a a long time you would go on these great tours of these grand old antebellum houses. And it's like, antebellum, that's a plantation, ain't it? You know, like that's what (laughs) antebellum time was planned, was slavery time, right? So. But but the way those tours were at first, like advertised for many years, was just like, uh, come see how the the design of this time and the architecture and blah blah blah. And now, uh, the tours are are talking about all aspects. So it's like, and this is where the slaves had to crawl in to cook dinner for the blah blah blah. And a lot of people are complaining, like, this isn't why I I wanted to take this tour. And it's like, oh, why did you want to take a tour of a plantation then? Why did you want to do that? So I'm not saying they should all be um, uh, made into, you know, tourist traps, but uh, at some sort of acknowledgement. I mean, if you're going to buy that kind of land, I think if you're going to get a huge plantation, I think that you should preserve as much of it as you can as you historic of like the history part of it as you can right right so if there are slave quarters on your property i think you should either uh, restore those or not restore those but like keep those like as is but do something for the greater good with it right so I don't know if that means shipping that off to the the Black People Museum up in DC. Okay. <laughs> which I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure there's an actual name for, but you know, the Black People Museum. You know what I mean? Or to other museums, someplace where people can go and learn from it. Like don't erase it. Right. Ultimately is what I think. I think you should not erase that part because it all happened. So go on, get your little mansion boo, but also acknowledge what else happened on that land. And try to be as respectful of it as possible. Um, I just I watched a thing recently on 
60 Minutes about a, a black family who uh, this guy uh, bought this house, you know, this land and this 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 house uh, for relatively cheap, I guess. And then he and his family kind of did research on it and found out that, yes, it was a plantation. And then that the people who uh, lived, the family who lived in that plantation actually owned some of his ancestors. So he, he basically bought the ancestral home of his like, like ancestors who were slaves. Whoa. Yeah. And how that is wild, you know, cause he was just like, I was just trying to buy a house for the, the, for the family to come out for cookouts and everything. But then my sisters, they kept telling me to do more research. And I'm like, it's just like a man to be by. I'm just buying a house for y'all to cook in. And they're like, yeah, but there are ghosts in here. Let's find (laughs) out why. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) The black pepper keeps floating to me in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe let's look into some of the deeds on this land. Uh, So, you know, do that. Like, I, I just like preserve as much as you can. Um, so that's what he was doing. Yeah. Like, and I, I think that's what Ben uh, or anyone who has that kind of access to that. Cause I mean, that's history and we are like, I don't even think what I've said would be allowed to be played in some schools the way they talk about this critical race theory shit and banning books and all that. No, I wants to hear about the history. So we now more than ever, I feel like need to try and preserve that stuff so that we have it for people to learn from and to know and, and not be erased. Like everything should be known. None of that should be erased. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. But I mean, a wedding is nice too, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm cause it, I am looking at the real estate, like the crib is fire. I get that. But, like, mm-hmm. I do not want to be, like, disturbed. And I feel like I'd be, I, I'd be too in my head if I lived in a place like that. Like, yeah, cool. any place that, yeah, I, I, I feel weird about, as old as I will go in a building is, um, I've lived in, like, an old Victorian house before that wasn't too creepy only because it was only one floor. Right. right. I mean, and then there was an attic. Once you add a second story, I feel like, oh, no, now we talking spooky as hell. But um, but yeah, I don't want to go back too far. Uh, give me like a nice 1920s house. Like, <laughs> I'll go back 20s. This was century. Then, uh, yeah. And then um, and then that's about it. I never want to really go back into because there's a lot, especially in those old houses and, and stuff like there's a lot of. There's just a lot of unfinished business. Yeah. The whole, I mean, the whole country is unfinished business. And we keep trying to throw a, throw a fucking wedding or birthday party over it or a gender reveal or some shit. And it's just like, no, y'all, this is all, all of this has been disrupted. We won't even, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the initial disruption. So, I mean, the whole it, the, pol- the Poltergeist movie is basically America. We just came in and just destroyed shit, and now they're coming up through our televisions. And now I like the ghosts are mad and they're angry. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're angry. Go there trying just, to settle the school, and y'all trying to turn yeah. up. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. So I mean, like I don't know. Just 
it certainly don't sit right with me. And I'm sure in about 10 years, they will apologize the way that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively apologized for having uh, their um, wedding at a plantation. And at the time, people were like, are y'all crazy? You know, that's a plantation, right? But of course, they, that's where they wanted to have their wedding. And it's like, all right. Yeah. And then 10 years later, you're like, you know what? That seemed a little, we probably shouldn't have done that. But I, I don't know. If, I can't remember if COVID made them apologize or what. You know what I mean? That <laughs> the reckoning, the quote unquote reckoning um, that happened. 18 months in your house thinking you might die and no other context. You got deep thought. That's all. It's yeah. Good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so. goodness. Uh. Yeah, y'all are weird, rich people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god! Yeah, we need a uh, we needed a second wedding where we got more things uh, wrong, you know. So yeah, I know. <laughs> Vegas that. was fine. It was a good look. Yeah. You sent out a newsletter. Why you got to do all this? You could have just thrown a party at the forty forty club. You don't have to do all this. That's it. Enjoy your 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 plantation in private. You know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need to know. We yeah. didn't even need to know. Nobody would have known it would have been you and, you know, eight to 10,000 ghosts. Would have just been there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big ass plantation. It is. That's <laughs> true. There's a lot of that's ghosts true. there, yo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In other news, uh, Louisiana state officials delay the flood uh, funding to New Orleans a second time over city officials' stance on abortion. Uh, that's right. Uh, Louisiana State Bond Commission denied funding Thursday for a $39 million infrastructure project in Orleans Parish for the second time um, at the behest of State Attorney General Jeff Landry, uh, according to a statement on Landry's official Facebook page. So he's owning this. Uh, Landry urged the commission to deny the funding in both uh, instances due to a New Orleans City Council resolution encouraging area law enforcement not to enforce the state's abortion ban uh, within their respective jurisdictions. Uh, the project titled New uh, Sewerage and Water Board Power Plant Planning and Construction is intended to protect New Orleans streets from floodwaters during storms and to be completed by 2024. Uh, in response to, uh, to Louisiana's so-called trigger ban, which took effect after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, uh, New Orleans City of, uh, Council passed a resolution July 7th certifying the city leaders' support of abortion access and reproductive, uh, reproductive health care by asking police, sheriff deputies, and prosecutors not to dedicate city funds to collect information about abortions. Uh, the, the Louisiana ban, which has been battled over in court, outlawed abortions outright with no exemptions for rape or incest and is currently in force. Um, so in a July uh, 19th letter, Landry asked the bond commission to pause any funding benefiting the city of New Orleans because the city's leadership's op uh, opposition to enforcing the state law abort of abortion. Well, I mean, this is some bullshit. Word up. Right. I mean, like, I, I can't think of any better way to sum that up than this is some bullshit. Like what kind of eye for an eye? bullshit is this you know yeah. like i there's not even a it's so blatant that it really does feel like a movie of just like 
I literally feel like the guy was rubbing his hands together and just like, oh, yeah, well, how about this? The next time it floods, we'll just let you all wash away. Like, it doesn't even feel, yeah, it just feels so mean and vindictive. And I still don't understand what the end point, what the end game is. Yeah. Like, I I fully get if you're not on board with this thing for your reasons. I, 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 I don't agree with it, but you're allowed to think what you think. You, and because you think you're doing something right, we can talk about that later. But like, mm-hmm. we're on board that like uh, hurricanes are bad. <laughs> I, I don't think that's <laughs> like uh, in question. We should probably right. like handle this and then get to the uh, uh, abortion issue. You know, um, I, if the whole goal is to save uh, babies, we should save the people making babies. Um, right. You know, and then talk about uh, the other aspects of it later. I, I was blown away that this is real life. It, this really felt like some supervillain shit. Um, also, isn't New Orleans their moneymaker? Yeah. You're just going to let the whole city wash away? No. Drew That's Brees put that city on his on his shoulder for you. Okay? That's a football player? Yeah, he uh, he won a okay. Super Bowl right after the... Okay, the, right. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, good. Oh, right after the Katrina stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah, come on now. You know, don't undo that's, that man's work. That's literally your moneymaker. What else you got for us then, Louisiana, if you don't have New Orleans? What else you got for us? For real. What what other cities what, are in Louisiana? Else? Listeners, if you're from Louisiana, what y'all do out there outside of New Orleans? No diss. What's, that's yeah, you don't know. no diss, but like what else is Louisiana's moneymaker? Like if it's not the tourism that comes from going to this very historical place, uh... Uh, what else? I would assume college. What, what you got? Yeah, I guess is that it. Baton Rouge. What? What? Why do I know your name? What's going on? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. <laughs> what, what? What y'all got for us? You're a little further up. Like, what's happening? Why? Why? What's? What's huh. going on? Yeah. What is popping that... down there? <laughs> Real talk. No. And again, I we mean no. We mean no disrespect. Listen, I'm but... I'm genuinely like learning uh, so much from this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> y'all think I'm like, le- yeah. Let us know that if if the state officials decide to just let all that wash away over this ruling, then what else? What else will they have to stand on? Yeah. Also, what makes them think that the water will just stop at New Orleans? How about that? You think that all of that, all of that, won't wash away? <laughs> it, with climate change being how it is, and how I'm hearing that, like the upcoming hurricane season or we're actually we're in a hurricane season now but like the rains and stuff that are due to come are very are hardcore you think that the water is just gonna you know what we'll just stop at the city line how about that we'll just stop at the (laughs) we'll stop at the county line and then we'll just bring it on back to the gulf like what's (laughs) oh man I, i i gotta get around more to this to these parts of the country um, you really do. You need to leave Brooklyn yeah. for a hot minute. <laughs> I've been doing it little <laughs> by little in the East Coast, but I want to get out yeah. west. Yeah, you gotta. We gotta get you down, down south and Straight down up. like out west, and so you can see some stuff. I want to see Alabama. I want to see Wyoming. Um, well, I I can't think of a time I've heard someone name those two places in succession, <laughs> meaning that there were places they wanted to go. Yo, like I, I didn't know Wyoming was at like half a million people. Yo, yeah, like, that that I'm still kind of reeling from that. Yo, that <laughs> blows my I didn't know you could be a state that small. 
Yeah, yeah, but and be that big. Yeah, they got the real estate, and they have under like six hundred thousand people, I think. Uh, and like, yeah, that's a state. <laughs> that's like a whole state. Like the they get votes in Congress. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. That's wow, that's like Staten <laughs> Island. That <laughs> that's like that the is. smallest borough in New York. Is that? Right. Yeah, that's true. That like I, I really that's when like more and more I'm agreeing with you. I need to get out of New York because of that. Like mm-hmm. I have no concept of what regular is. No, yeah. It's very New York centric and I want you to see like what what else is happening out there. No. What else it looks like. Like I want to see like what other people consider like a backyard. Oh. <laughs> I really want to yeah. experience like you you want to oh so you want to see like actual grass and space yeah like and I want yeah. like to go to like a normal person's yard and like still know that it's way <laughs> bigger than my yard yeah okay and just like <laughs> feel that like oh you just a regular uh-huh. dude like with all this space you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what <are> you <laughs> we're gonna break you of the Stockholm syndrome yeah. we'll get you we'll get you out straight up yo yo shot my front yard no bullshit mm-hmm. is maybe four by like 20 feet yeah like four <laughs> feet by 20 like 22 feet i mean that's and like I mean, that's yo, i'm doing it like on my block yo people like mm-hmm. yo your yard is nice <laughs> you know i keep it clean i sweep every day you know and my backyard yo i could fit three cars back there really tightly wow wow straight wow. up wow that is a lot of space that's, that's space yo <laughs> Two. You gotta, yeah, you gotta be able to, that's the thing that I do is I code switch between New York, like, situation spacing, <laughs> and then what I know just from being out, like, Atlanta-ish, you know, suburban, actual suburban spacing, like, what that looks like. Yeah. And then also out in the country. Right, what right. What that looks like, like, being able, but it's a code, it literally is like a code switching thing. Oh, like if if we were having this discussion, you're and I was in Atlanta, I'd be like, oh, that's why are you all cooped up? But uh, in New York, I'm like, oh, no, three cars. That's a lot. Straight of Straight up. Yeah. I mean, you can't open any doors. No, right? no. Yeah. They have no, to be right now. Yeah, yeah. They have to be like airdropped in. Like, but... I can't park them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I ain't yeah. getting out them doors. I could do two normal <laughs> and like okay. I could squeeze yep. a third. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. also some uh, tangent. I realize that's how I'm getting old because I, I get too excited about how many how many extra things I could fit in a yard. Like, when people tell me that, like, yo, was, I just bought this house. Yeah, my garage fits two with three cars, really, if I really want. Like, it's an old person thing I've noticed that, like, we're yeah. excited about extra cars fitting in yards and garages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could fit four cars. Four cars? That's crazy. You know, and then we just stand and head nod a lot. Uh but yeah, maybe that's what our man Ray needs to do is build a big enough garage to <laughs> for it when the car hits, it doesn't even touch his stuff. It's just parking. It's just parking at that point. Put it out I don't there, know. Ray. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. I, we, we, we still, you, still thinking about you. We still <laughs> thinking about you. Louisiana's trying to handle hurricanes. You know, what I mean, y'all y'all shooting too big. My man Ray just wants a wall. Okay, <laughs> a wall. <laughs> Ain't talking about no huge wall, no wall of China, like eight by no. ten, just some of the block cars. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Finally, Mm-mm. I'm proven to be correct, Sha. 
Okay. That's right. McDonald's is bringing a British hit to America. That's right. McDonald's Chicken Big Mac was a huge hit in the United Kingdom. Now it's crossing the pond. Beginning later this month, the burger chain is testing the fan favorite at select restaurants in Miami for a limited time. Hopefully it does well and it expands. The Chicken Big Mac is similar to its meaty sibling. However, it replaces the two burgers for two tempura chicken patties. I think we understand Ooh. how it works, baby. Oh, yeah. It's going to be magic, shot. Of course, it also includes the signature Big Mac sauce, pickles, shredded lettuce, and a slice of American cheese. Uh, McDonald's briefly sold the limited edition offering earlier this year in the UK. The chicken Big Mac was so popular that it sold out about 10 days after it made its debut. Uh, the chain said it was the most popular launch ever in the UK and Ireland. Um, in a statement, McDonald's said that it's always looking to give our fans more ways to enjoy the classic menu items they know and love. Mm. Uh, that's great. Um, because when you said that idea, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, that's such a br- that's so fucking brilliant. Why aren't they doing it? Yo. They- and here here we are. Um. Also, I I wonder if this will just bring interest back to the Big Mac in general, mm. because I feel like people don't don't do Big Macs anymore. Yeah, and that, I mean I think we discuss how a Big Mac is smaller than it used to be, and not just because we're adults and not children looking up at it as it sits on the counter, but <laughs> but I think this. I mean, it's not you know. Even as good of an idea as it is, mm-hmm. it still has to go up against all these other fucking chicken sandwiches. You know what I mean? No, so competition stuff out there right now. Yeah, competition's very tough, but it does have the big Macness on its side. So it may just be and then like the idea that the chicken is uh like tempura fried, which is kind of neat. Oh yeah. Um, like uh I don't think anyone's really doing that with their patties. Um so uh, uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Now, granted, I'm not really a Big Mac eater, but I like that this will be out or they're trying it out. Yeah. You know, uh, I hope it, I hope it works for you, McDonald's. I think it will. I think it will. I think it will. And if y'all decide to do like a spicy one, too. Oh, because that's all just a mixing of the spice inside the tempura breading. That ain't nothing. If y'all do a spicy chicken Big Mac. Put you back in the game. That's it. Back in the game, McDonald's. Two moves away, baby. That's it. (laughs) We're trying to get you there. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like. We look it out for you. If you would like Mm. to render our services here at War Report uh, Restaurant Consulting. (laughs) 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 All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. If you are uh, Apple or Anchor uh, Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You haven't seen the way Shalay went on. Could turn around your business. <laughs> no one has seen it. <laughs> no one has seen it yet. Five stars. Read the CNN article. McDonald's is raving about my work. Okay. <laughs> Most popular launch ever. UK, Ireland. They should say thank you, Gastor. Right thank you, Gastor. Yeah, yeah. They forgot. They always cut off the best part. Yeah, I mean, I get they it. They always do. We signed the non-disclosure, so it's okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a non-disclosure, a non-payment. It was really not a great agreement. Yeah, too many nights. You're right. 
<laughs> do you have any articles uh, you want us to cover? Please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastromonte. Uh, props this week to Brand, uh, Brandy Spain, uh, Bobby uh, Catface, Ashley Helen, and Lori McDaniel. Um, these were awesome articles this week. Super hyped with all of these. Uh, appreciate y'all as always. Uh, with all that said, I am the artistic side <laughs> of this uh, rebrand uh, consultation business, Gastro Monte, with mm-hmm. the brains of the operation, CEO, spicy enthusiast. Oh, coming up with the spicy is what made me the CEO? Of course. Oh, wow. I've been talking about the sandwich shop for years. You doubled the business five seconds. Okay. That's CEO <laughs> shit. Okay. And that's wild because I have reflux. I won't even be able to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you were CEO shot because you're thinking about the customers, not yourself. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Mine was a greedy endeavor. Okay. You know, so you got to be in charge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy uh, centric visionary and CEO of the brand, Shalay with Sharp. This has been a hopeful uh, for Raising the Wall episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Once the guns go cold, cold.